Swainevent, Swainevent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Hour three is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. The official UT license plates are available from county clerk offices across the state of Tennessee. $15 of your $35 annual specialty plate fee supports student scholarships. So talk to your county clerk or visit alumni.utk.edu for more information and ask for the K. A plate that stands for Knoxville alumni. I have my Tennessee alumni orange polo on, button to the top, representing. You always have to do that when you are outside the state of Tennessee. I'm doing that today, representing big game this weekend, Tennessee Ole Miss. I am. I'm nervous, but I'm fired up. I am hopeful. There was a level of expectation when we played against South Carolina and Missouri. Um, I am hoping for a victory, and there's nothing wrong with that because that is just giving respect to your opponent. Ole Miss is a good football team. Tom Hart said it. They are in position to only win, only lose one game this year. I mean, they already played Alabama. Uh, you know, Alabama is a big, bad team in the West. Ole Miss doesn't have to play Georgia this year, and so they see that. They see that on their goals, having a chance to play in a New Year's Six game. Um, but Tennessee will have something to say about that here in a few hours. So, um, Ben, before the break, you asked about Ty and Evans and how important he is. And I think, number one, are we talking offense or are we talking Whole team. entire team? Whole team. I mean, individually, i got to put Ty on up there in the, you know, in the top – Top five or six players on this team as far as, you know, just success because he's such a home run hitter. You know, Theo certainly is up there, uh, even though Tennessee dismantled South Carolina without Theo. But, you know, Theo is important. Theo brings the, the, the leadership to this football team. And, yes, he didn't play, but just Theo's guidance allowed a guy like Brandon Turner to go in there and just play with confidence, play fast, and go out there and make plays, and he was able to do that. So Theo certainly one of them. Cade is one of them, his versatility. And, you know, he's Tennessee's best offensive line uh, lineman. Uh, we know the quarterback position is always going to be in there with Hinton Hooker playing lights out. Uh, but Tyon is and has been Tennessee's home run hitter on the ground. No one has hit home runs like Aaron Judge running the football like Tyon Evans this year. So like he's very, comparison. very important. Hmm? I like that comparison. I thought you would, man. I thought you would like that. I thought you would like that. Uh, let's let's go to uh, the text box. And all people, as you mentioned, asking about Ty and Evans, worried about Ty and Evans, and whatever his status is um, questionable, and he's one of your best players, it's normal for us to be worried about our chances in this game and making sure that he's able to play. But hopefully Jabari Small is more healthy than he has been since he hurt that shoulder originally against Pittsburgh because he's going to have to carry a huge, huge load if Tyon is not able to play. What do you uh, – th- this is a super 
premature conversation. But just a, a quick thought. We don't have to dive in, into it too much because, again, it's a really premature conversation. What do you think Tyon does after this year? Um, picks out his classes for spring and get ready for fall, get ready for winter workouts. So you're taking the Eve Ponds approach? Mm-hmm. I, I could see him jumping and, and trying to make it in, in, into the league next year. Just his, his family situation. He, he has a youngster, uh, older guy, obviously. Uh, I, I think he showed enough to, to where a team would at least invite him to training camp, obviously. I, I don't think that he would get drafted. I mean, maybe he sneaks into the sixth or seventh round, but uh, we, we see undrafted running backs – all the time in the league. So I, I could see him making the jump. I hope not. I'd, I'd love to see him back for another season. I think he could benefit from another season. But just because of his family situation and having a youngster, I, I could see him making the jump. I mean, whenever you have a child, that always is a huge, huge factor in a young man's decision. But I'm looking at just what he's done so far in the field, and it's not enough. It's not enough. I mean, we haven't we haven't played anybody yet. So go out there and do it against Georgia. Do it against Alabama. You know, the last running back we we had that made that decision on whether to come or go. You know, that was um, John Kelly, and John Kelly decided to, to leave. Was drafted low and has bounced around um, from practice squad to practice squad and. Um, has been kind of on the fringe of that 53-man roster. And so, you know, John could have probably came back, but I know the culture was not healthy for him, and he wanted to get up out of here. So I, I totally understand that. I just I just think that you want to make an impression to the, to the, to the scouts, then you got to do it in these next four games. I mean, and Tom Hart said it, like, there's no – Shame in being excited right now for Tennessee fans, but you got to take, you know, things um, in perspective here. I, I think the same should be said about Ty and Evans. Yes, Evans has been great the last two games, but we're talking about two of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, let's see what he does coming up. And uh, I know he has a child, and with NIL, man, there's plenty of opportunities for Tyon to be one of those players that – is taken care of. Because think about the NIL this summer, Ben. We were scratching our heads like, man, this football team doesn't really have a lot of guys who stand out, who are marketable because, you know, they just didn't do anything. Well, that's not going to be the case this next offseason. Tyon comes back, man. It's going to be about Tyon. It's going to be about Henry Hooker. Um, You know, the receivers, there's going to be a lot of turnover there. But, you know, Jalen High has a chance to, to finish strong and be one of those guys uh, while he's working hard in weight room and getting better. Um, but there's going to be a lot more NIL, NIL opportunities, I think, for these football players uh, this next offseason. And Tyon, uh, besides him the hooker, I think can have the biggest. So uh, I think he'll get the support he needs being a, being a father, having a kid um, at this point in time more than any other time that we've seen uh, in college football, legally, that's important to add. Legally um, is important to add, and I can yeah. agree with you. Yeah, um, but yeah, Tyon's super, super important. Uh, let me hit the let me hit the text box. 
Uh, Russ says, what's Tyon's NIL earning potential if he stays another year? Well, locally, it's, it's great. It's great. I mean, he, he's going to be, uh, he'll be the, the feature back. He'll be talked about if he continues on the path that he's going on right now, if he's able to bounce back from this injury and, and get back to, to running the way he was running, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, I mean, he has a huge opportunity to make some, make some coin uh, during the offseason. And listen, I'm I'm right there in the middle of this. You know, we put on Tennessee Prime. You know, I don't really talk about a lot of it because I let some you know our, our partners handle you know booking um, our players on our program and handling those things. And I'm more the technical guy and making sure everything is sounding okay because it's my equipment and my platform. Um, and I I just can't do it all, so I, I let those guys do it. and They do a great job, but I'm in the middle of the NIL stuff. And I know that Tyon Evans, if he's back next year, then He'll be one of the guys that will be uh, will be casting some checks for sure. Clay says, "If we do win this game, do we get a big boost in recruiting?" I felt I feel like this game in Kentucky is huge for the future of Hypo's recruiting. Well, Clay, you you don't need to ask me that question. You know that answer. That answer is heck yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. Win. You put up points, and you show that you, know, you got some 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 offense players coming in town. And Tom Hart said it. Everyone thinks it's about passing. No, it's 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 it's, it's about running the football too. And so you got some guys that would be a huge addition to the roster in the running game. In the running game, if we're able to show how they are used and they like it uh, and they, they can see themselves flourishing in this offense and playing three or four years in this offense and being the best them they can be in this offensive system, this is a great opportunity and would be a huge boost in recruiting, Clay, for sure. Speaking of recruiting. T- oh, go ahead. Just wanted to, to throw a unfortunate update into the, into the airwaves. Okay. Our Cali quarterback – Nico something, 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 something is not going to be in attendance. He has some travel issues or had something pop up with his travel, so he, he will not be in attendance. So the, 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 the five-star, high-level four-star, depending on who you look at, uh, he will no longer be in attendance this weekend. So hopefully he'll be able to make it to a, a different game this season or get here over the summer, but there will still be two big-time quarterbacks on campus, Jaden Davis, the 2024 quarterback that we have discussed this week from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Uh, Some view him as the top quarterback in the 2024 class, not only the top quarterback in that sophomore class, but the best player in the country in that class. So uh, he is very important. He kind of reminds me of Deshaun Watson. The, the hype that is uh, from from South Carolina. So he's important to get here on campus. He, he's scheduled to be here. And then Tennessee is, is also getting a visit from Marcel Reed over at Montgomery Bell Academy in, in Nashville. Uh, he's a 2023. So uh, you, you've got the 2023 quarterback from NBA in Nashville, Marcel Reed. He's a junior in high school this year. And then you have Jaden Davis, who is a sophomore in high school this year. So there, there, there will still be some big-time quarterbacks, even with Nico something, 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 something not being here. Yep, and with technology, there's always a video mm. that you can send this recruit 
to give him a little taste of kneeling experience. It won't be the same if he was here, but still, you can put a little package together for him to let him know, like, hey, man, this is what it's like running through the T. You grab some, one of those people, one of those people that runs through the T. You put a GoPro camera on his head, and um, you throw that in with some with some other um, VO from the weekend. You can make sure that the recruit that's not here get a chance to see what it's like. Seven thirty night game, kneeling, being checkered. Technology can do that. What technology can do is give me great Wi-Fi here uh, where I am, yeah, and that's that, why that's not happening. That's why that's why our YouTube stream is not up for for today. We apologize for that. And Facebook um, is as well. We've we've been getting a lot of questions on on the text box and yeah, people DMing yeah. and, and texting. And I meant to mention this earlier, but Swain's Wi-Fi just is not great today. Yeah, a uh, personal hotspot is great enough for. Uh, me to broadcast the show and send it right back to you, and it sounds like I'm right there in the studio. Um, but it takes another another Wi-Fi and the upload speed to be a certain speed for the video to push through the way it's supposed to. And yesterday it wasn't a problem, uh, but this morning it uh, it is. So I apologize for that. Um, that won't be the case on uh, Monday and any point uh, next week moving forward. So we're good to go. 865-255-03. Hour 3 is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Stay with us. At work? Can't call in? Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the Free Swain Event app. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. 
JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Guys, your health right now is more important than ever. I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels checked. It all starts with the annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment exclusively for men, making it quick and easy to take care of your health. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatment. Most insurance is accepted. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment and make your health a priority. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. It is time for Attaboy, where we highlight positivity. I'd like to do that each and every day on the program. Just to remind people, there are good people in this world. There are good people that care about other people doing good things and great deeds. And um, we want to highlight some success this morning. For the first time since 1985. 1985, for the first time, the Carnes Beavers beat Oak Ridge High School. Oak Ridge, longtime powerhouse. Uh, they have a nice program right now, but, man, they used to be just a, just a, a, a dynasty. Um, but Carnes have not beat Oak Ridge in the last... 32, 33 meetings until last night. So the Wildcats have beaten uh, the Beavers 32 of the last 33 meetings, and that changed yesterday behind the running of Tennessee recruit Deshaun Bishop, who ran for 269 yards, had four touchdowns. Ben, you have spent some time with Deshaun Bishop, uh, local product, and at one point was leading the country in rushing yards. The country. The entire country in rushing yards at the high school level, Ben. So um, your your take on another great performance by Tennessee target Deshaun Bishop. He's a beast, man. I, I really, really like his game. And he's a junior in high school this year. So he'll have one more year of, of high school, obviously, after this season. And I just hope that by the time he gets to college, and uh, I, I think there's a good chance of that ending up at Tennessee, his college career taking place at Tennessee. I think Tennessee's in a, in a great spot. I think he really likes Tennessee. So if it does, in fact, end up being Tennessee, I hope that uh, he, he's already not worn out by the time he gets here because he carries it 30, 40, 50 times a game in, in high school. And, and it's because he's a beast, man. I don't know if you've been able to see Deshaun in person this year, but Swain, he is built so well. Uh, <laughs> a thick lower body. Don't 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 overreact to that, you, you, you nasty folks. But uh, he, he's he's he looks good, man. 
a, a thick lower body, big upper body, uh, hard to bring down, bounces off of guys, uh, a lot of uh, agility as well. When I was at the Carnes Powell game uh, at the beginning of the season, week three, I believe it was, there, there was one play where he had like three guys bringing him to the ground, and he was on his way to the ground, and he did like a spin move off the turf to break three tackles at once. He is, he is very talented, very talented, uh, just, just an athlete. He went to Carnes. He chose Carnes. What, what's the other school you can go to? Is it Hardin Valley over there? Uh, uh, Bearden, probably Bearden in that I area. Think Hardin Valley. I think, okay. it was, I think it was Hardin Valley. He was picking between Carnes and, and Hardin Valley, I believe. And he chose Carnes because of the basketball program. And now he's turned into a, a football prospect first and foremost. But I, I bring up the basketball because he, he, that was his first love, what he was better at entering high school. And he, he's just a, a heck of an athlete. So I, I'm a big fan of Deshaun Bishop. Seems to me that he's a good kid. I've always appreciated my interactions with him, and and I think he'd be a great pickup for Tennessee if he ultimately does decide to pick Tennessee. Yeah, he's a, he's a player, man. He's a player. Uh, speaking of recruiting, I do want to update. Funny how things change so quickly. Uh, during the break, caught word that uh, our, our guy, Nico, <laughs> the quarterback from Cali may have gotten his flight worked out, so he he may make an appearance. We're 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 trying to check on that and, and see if that that's gonna gonna happen. But uh, what was mentioning that he had canceled his plans to come out here. Not not I don't know that cancel is the right word to to use, but he wasn't going to be able to make it because of some travel issues with his flight. Uh, but sounds like that may have been worked out. So sounds like. Nico, and I guess since he is is coming, or potentially coming now, I, I should pronounce his last name correctly instead of saying something, something, something. Uh, Nico Lamaliva from Warren High School in Downey, California. Uh, he actually may make it into campus this, this weekend, which would be big for Tennessee. He's a highly rated quarterback. And, you gotta make, and we'll, we'll make sure as we get closer and closer, man, that we knock out, that we knock out his last name. Make sure that it is, it is really on point, and that uh, I think we it's can Lama re- Leva. Lama Leva. Oh, that's easy. At that's least it, that's what it looks like. Uh, the- there may be some silent letters in there. Uh, <laughs> may, maybe a letter that looks like it's supposed supposed to be pronounced one way is pronounced a different way, but it looks like Lama Leva to me. But I, I have the approach of when, when you're on the verge of committing to Tennessee. I'll learn your last name. <laughs> if, if Tennessee's in the top two, the top three, a Walter Nolan type situation, I'll learn your last name, especially once you get committed. I will uh, learn your last name, just like uh, the, the freshman on the basketball team, Quincy Debunje. Uh, I, I, I learned him, learned his last name when he when he signed. And I tell you what, Swain, watching him at basketball practice yesterday, he's got a clip. He, he can stroke it from the perimeter, which is why Tennessee brought him in, that and his athleticism. And, and I, I saw it yesterday. He's, he got a pretty stroke, as does Justin Powell. Uh-huh. Olivier Camwall uh-huh. knocking down threes. I mean, you should uh-huh. just go ahead and take your mortgage and, and take it to the bank on Tennessee winning the national championship. Man, I sure hope so. That would be phenomenal. I saw Uros with the, with the oop, with the oop, mm-hmm. slam dunk. 
I saw that. I, I sent you two videos of Urosh. You want to talk about the other one? Nope. No, I don't talk about that one. I don't talk about the the slam dunk, the one that he made. Not not the one the, where the, the rim blocked him? Eh, no, I won't talk about that one. I won't talk about that one. Him no, no, the best team, the best teammate in college basketball. Being seven foot one and getting blocked by the rim. You don't want to talk about that one. He had a cramp in his calf. Urosh does look like he's moving around better. Look, looks more agile. We'll, we'll see if it translates to the game. I'll I'll leave you with with one big takeaway before we get back to football. Olivier Camwa, Josiah Jordan James, those two guys are going to be the vocal leaders, and, and and Victor Bailey Jr. as well. But uh, Olivier, Josiah, during drills, whether it's I mean simple drills, or, or whether it's three on three or, or five on five, I mean th- those two guys are just constantly talking and. It's it's the type of talking where they're communicating well, which you obviously want on a basketball court. But I was impressed with Josiah specifically because there were like two times where his teammate did something wrong and he was not afraid to step up to him and, and correct them. And and that, that is that is great to see. I want to know why Santiago Viscovi is not one of those leaders, man. I want to hear him cussing people out in Spanish. He, I, I do think Santi's a leader. He's one of the, the favorites on the team. I just think because it, English is not his first language, I don't, I don't think he's going to be as vocal as an Olivier or Josiah or uh, a Victor Bailey Jr. That's I, what I, makes it funny, man. That's what makes it funny. Like him, like him you know, getting on the guys and guys like barely understanding him. He's like, come on, what, what, what are you doing? In his, yeah. in his language, and the guys are looking at each other going, what do you say? Yeah, that's just not his personality. That would be hilarious. <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? If if he got to cussing, if he got to cussing in in Spanish, <laughs> I always thought it was funny. Uh, Tony Allen, which my guy Tony Allen got got hashtag hashtag free Tony Allen. Um, he, he always told the story of when when he and Tony or uh, he and Mike Conley and Zebo, Zach Randolph and, and Mark Gasol were in their prime playing together in Memphis. When, when Mark would get mad and, and get on to people, he, he'd switch over to Spanish real quick and just da 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 da, and, and nobody <laughs> would understand what they're talking about. So you, you've got a couple of guys on this team who could go that route. Uh, Olivier can can speak Finnish. Uh, Uros can. I don't know what language he speaks, but he can speak that that language. Um, and then Santiago can speak Spanish. So whatever Uro speaks, that's what he speaks. Yeah, I, I I may get canceled for saying that, but I I'd rather go that route and get canceled than improperly say the language that he speaks. And nah, you're gonna get canceled that way. That I mean, we, do you know what good, do you know what language Uro speaks? I don't. I can't remember what, what country is he from. Is it Serbia? He speaks. Championship language. Teammate, best teammate in American language. That's, that's right. That's right. All right. Uh, enough of that basketball stuff. Man. Serbian. I'm not ready he yet. He speaks Serbian, I assume. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 So, ATL VFL says send the UT plane to the five-star recruit in California. Says his name again, Ben? Uh, What's his name again? Say it again. Nico Lamaliva. And apparently, I, I, Debunje on the basketball team, I've, I've got his last name down so well that I forgot his, his first name. I called him Quincy, and it's Quentin. 
My bad. And he's from France, so I bet he can speak French. So, uh, my bad. I called him Quincy Dubonjet. It is Quentin Dubonjet. And for those of you who do not know how to pronounce, pronounce last names, you can go on the UT website, and they've got the little, the little ear thing that you can click, and it tells you how to pronounce their name. Well, send the UT plane to go pick up Nico Lamalea. You can't How about do that? that for an unofficial swing. Oh, oops. Uh, NIL, we sponsored by Allegiant. Well, I don't know about Allegiant. Last week they they canceled the flight just to be able to make it to the game. But we got we got man, we got to get sponsored by one of these airlines. We can go pick up these kids for unofficial visits. Can you do that? Can you do that? I don't know. Anyways. They got rid of the planes for official visits. My, my year was the last year you can do official visits while the school plane picks up the recruit. Timing. Whew. Timing was on my side that year. Rodney Nostel, be nice. Uh, ATL VFL says, why we rank so low in basketball? Because we ain't done nothing yet. That's the way I like it. That's the way I like it. I don't want to be ranked high in basketball. What, Greg Askew what, says, what my high school, uh, while we rank so low. Oh, all, all I heard from, from picking up the phone, Jay's on the line. I was talking to okay. Jay, and, and the first thing I hear when I get done is, that's the way I like it. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be ranked well, high I, I, in I basketball. I want to clarify what you like. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Greg Askew says, that's my high school. Go damn Beavers. No Fear 28 says, what's Jalen Wright's status for the game? I know he's had a lingering injury. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Wright, man, has been either banged up or um, trying to get himself out of that doghouse. And a lot of freshmen find themselves in it. I think I was probably in it, maybe. Um, That's why we saw other – huh? No surprise. Uh, Actually, I wasn't in it. I was trying to make – Make uh, those guys feel better. But no, I've you just really tra- you just wanted to transfer after the first game because you didn't catch ten passes in the opener. Well, I never. They never knew that. I never said anything about it. But I was not happy during the game um, because I didn't play until the fourth quarter of my first game. But I hey, I get it from their side of it. I, I heard but they, because you didn't catch ten passes for like two hundred and three touchdowns. No, because I wasn't playing. But I get it. I get why I wasn't playing. I get it. I get it. I just wasn't happy about it. They didn't. They didn't know how smart I was as a football player. Now, as a, as a student, that's they, different. They just they they trusted Meacham more. It's okay. I mean, I would that's trust Meacham more than you too. No, that's that is one hundred percent not true. I was a smartest receiver in that room. Man, I, think, I think Tony Brown was the smartest receiver in that room. Oh, yeah. he wasn't in that room. He was. He was. He, he was. I think he was in the league at that point. I think he was with the Buffalo Bills really? at that point. I thought Tony mm-hmm. Tony Brown was a a senior when you were a freshman. Are you talking? Oh yeah, freshman, freshman. So yeah, that's right. Freshman year, Tony Brown was a, a junior, and yeah, Tony was the smartest guy in that room because I would get help from him. Yeah, so but I knew my playbook, man. No, well, X's and O's wise, common sense wise, just just all of the above. I knew my playbook. I knew my playbook. That's one thing that 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 people around that building that was there at the time could say about me. Now, if I if my 
health physically was as good as my my mind, then you know I wouldn't be sitting here today. That's for sure. Um, sorry, Ben, you'd be somewhere you, else. You really would be Hollywood. I really would be Hollywood. So, uh, anyways, Vala Exile says any word on the NCAA investigation? If that gets resolved, I don't see why Hypo should uh, should start absolutely setting the world on fire in recruiting, given the product he's putting on the field. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we got to put things in perspective too. I mean, we haven't played some of the some of the better teams in the conference, so take that with a grain of salt. Also, um, the NCAA stuff is not going to be resolved um, right now at all. It is hurting Tennessee because of what other schools are telling these recruits, and Tennessee definitively can't defend themselves and say that it's wrong because they don't know either, but. If you're going to get in trouble, this is a good time to get in trouble while the NCAA is at the weakest that they've been probably uh, since its inception. So um, it still is lingering, and Tennessee is, is fighting to get to that bowl game and making sure that um, the, the, the punishment is not too harsh. We fired everybody involved. So, all right. Volstone says, since the video ain't working, we can, we can, we can do a little what you want. We can play some real music. Oh, yeah, we, we can, can do that. actually. So Ben, Ben can play what you what we really want to hear right before playing Ole Miss. What we want to hear from Stir the Pearl on third down. Now we can we can play it for real because we have to worry about YouTube or Facebook today because the internet yeah, here is is a little, little weak today. That that is true. The only unfortunate part is that we just realized this with twenty minutes left in the show. Yeah, it's all good, man. Uh, Slavall says Tyon's breakout game this weekend, if healthy. I've got the song ready for everybody. All right, what you got? Hold on. Oh, you ain't ready for this way. Man, are you trying to play a football game or are we trying to dance at your wedding? We're going to dance in the crowd. This can't be a third down song. Why not? This is this is. I mean, you are telling you are telling your defense to back that thing up, maybe back Ole Miss up. But I I just I just don't see this as a third down song. That gets me hype, hype. Well, I'm talking about for us to get hype here on the show right now. I mean, I'm talking third down some, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. I want those pre-snap disruptions from the Ole Miss offensive line. I want the crowd getting loud. I don't know if this is going to get the crowd loud. Well, I don't know I was about talking this. about for the show right now. Well, I mean, this this is this is always a a banger. What about, but what about we're talking this one? third. I mean, this is this is good. This is good, but it's a slow, it's a slow beat, man. It, it's it's too slow. But the players, it's too slow. the players who are eighteen to twenty two years old and not forty four like you will appreciate this one. Ben, third down song. You need more than the players. You need the fans getting loud, man. The 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 crowd will react to the players. No, the players are supposed to react to the crowd. The well, players the are spending. Will react to this. It's too slow, Ben. It's, it's too, too slow. slow. You're too slow. I'm just. I might be. I might be too slow. What? what but that song, song you is, want? 
I'm just telling you it's too slow, man. You're over here criticizing my options. You haven't even given an option. I, oh, I got I got I got something. You better play whoop that trick. Oh, I you let that you already know about that whoop that trick now. Yeah, you let that you let that beat drop. You let that beat drop. The crowd will but The problem is Jeremy Banks is from Memphis and it might set him over the edge if he hears. I don't care. Thing. I don't care, man. We've talked enough to Jeremy Banks this week. We have him under control. Brian John Marie has him under control. Josh Hypo has talked to him. We are good to go. We can play this song right here. We can play this song right Ooh, here. Makes me want to go crack somebody's head, boy. That's right. That's right. Okay, That's what I'm, I'm talking I'm about. I, I'll take See what I'm saying? Own. You you won this one. I, I'll, this I'll, is yep. This one's better. Yeah. This is this is upbeat. It hits hard, quick. But we don't need to play just the in- instrumental. We need like the words to go along with it. Uh, yeah, I know. We, we need know. all of Neyland Stadium, all of 102-455 chanting, Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. <laughs> oh, man. I would I don't know lose my mind if, if that took place. <laughs> I, I would. I don't know if anybody's noticed this year, but – the, the new fireworks, there, there's somebody, there's multiple people who are constantly up on top of Neyland Stadium getting the fireworks ready. If, if Neyland Stadium started playing Whoop That Trick and everybody in it was was chanting, Whoop That Trick, I, I would go streaking just on top of the stadium where those fireworks people are, are hanging out, and I'd, I'd just absolutely lose my mind. We got a, we got a, we got a couple of Nuck If You Buck uh, recommendations. Yeah, so last week watching the game, um, I saw – the people that you're talking about on top of the stadium getting the fireworks ready. And um, I thought they had enough of the Tennessee fan. I thought they was like, this is over. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm tired of this. I'm jumping. It's like, no, don't jump. We about to win. Three, we about to be four and two. Three straight three and outs in the third quarter. <laughs> what is this? What is this? I'm used to touchdowns. Can't go wrong with Nuck if you buck. I'm just saying, man. Fun fact that Buckhorn High School, where the Bucks played, Nuck If You Buck was our pregame song for baseball. Hey, man. I'm just saying. like This this, this right here, it comes in hard, comes in fast. But we'll see. I, we'll I, see. I, I vote for Whoop That Trick. That, that's my final selection. I well, need you to hit the pearl up right now and let them know that we need Whoop That Trick on, on Saturday. Well... I did reach out to Star earlier in the week, and that has those songs have been submitted. They've been submitted, and then they have to be approved. So once they are approved, then uh, it's go time. I don't know the I don't know the songs. All I know is that he submitted those songs. They have to be approved before he's able to play them. So I don't, that's all I know. Well, that's all Danny, I know. Danny, you said you've been listening. Listen to me. It is okay <laughs> to play the instrumental. Of those songs, yo. But you want to play the? You want the lyrics to be that, involved in, in with that trick? Yes, that's a whole other conversation. But I, I, I'm willing to get rid of the lyrics if everybody in the stadium is chanting "Whoop gotcha. that trick." Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Do they chant? Do they chant the lyrics at the uh, Memphis game? Oh yes, the the whoop the trick part. Well, yeah, I mean that's the that's the best part, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's get let's get to Jay. Jay, good morning. Sorry, Jay. Well, I, you know I enjoyed all that, so I enjoyed that whole 
interaction about what we're going to play for the third down. It's important, Jay. It's important. As long as long as it ain't that third down for what song, I'm good with anything. I know, man. I, I can I can do without that song. Exactly. On third down. The so you used out at Carnes last night, huh? No, I wasn't, man. I wasn't. Um, oh, you I'm not wasn't? Even in, no, I'm not even in town, man. So, oh, you, uh, oh, you're slacking. I see. Yeah, Coach, I know, man. Coach Don Mahoney um, took my place. And this was this well, was a trip out that plan to make months and months ago. And then uh, actually before I committed to do a Thursday uh, rivalry, Thursday game. So um, I, I, missed the, I missed the explosive uh, outing because I wanted to see Bishop in person. That's why I was about to ask. That's why I was going to ask you, Swain. I want to know what you thought about him. Is he the real deal, or does he just play against weak competition? Everybody that I've talked to say he's a real deal. It might be a little combination uh, of both because I mean, this ain't Georgia, yeah. this ain't Texas, this ain't Florida. But still, like he is a stud. His game translates. I always ask, I always ask myself, what would he do in Atlanta? Probably some you of know, the same like stuff. Think, he's good. Is he, is he? I mean, could he? You know, obviously he would have better offensive linemen. And and so everybody around him would also be better than what he's playing with at Carnes, but uh, but that that's what I always wonder. So I always want to know what you thought. But um, he's good. You know, I got fond yeah. memories of I got fond memories of Carnes. I was when I was in high school. I, I played. I went to Kingsport. I was Bennett, and we came down there, and at least maybe at the time was considered the biggest upset. In, uh, uh, PWSAA history. We were number one in the state, 5A, undefeated. 5A was the biggest classification at the time. And Carnes hadn't won a game in like two or three years. I mean, it, it was like Vanderbilt beating Alabama. We were, we killed people back then and uh, came down to Carnes and got beat. They rushed the field on us and everything. So I got fun. They, they rushed the field on you in high school? They rushed. Yeah, they rushed the field, man. They tore. They were trying to tear down the goalpost. It was unreal. Whew. Yeah. Car- so. Carnes, Carnes put I that beaver on y'all. Y'all wasn't ready for that. Yeah. No, man. It was. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. I was a sophomore. I didn't play that much, but you know, uh, it, it was. It was pretty crazy. So. Now Bishop um, is Bishop is a real deal. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. I what what. I mean, a, a, a five-star quarterback from California coming in on an unofficial visit, is he, like, going around seeing all other schools in the South, or is he just coming to see Tennessee? That's a Ben question right there. That's recruiting. That's a Ben's alley. Ben, Sometimes you, 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 have, you have those guys going on those college tours. and uh, especially, Yeah. Because uh, that, that happened with Toto. Remember, he, he went to a couple of different schools uh, right. you know, in a seven-day span. Uh, I know Ben's answering the phone. You know, is that something that that Nico Lamalia is doing? Uh, I don't think so because he's he's been to some other games um, on, on this side of the country earlier this year, and it was kind of a, a one game thing. He, he was at the Georgia Clemson game. Uh, I know Notre Dame's not in the South, and I mentioned this part of the country, but he was at a Notre Dame game this year. So it seems like he's. Uh, just been been flying out to games this year with his family to to catch a visit. Oh, so uh, well. I mean, that's that's pretty strong. If he's going to come out here and pay his own dime, he must be pretty interested. Well, and and not to 
get into this conversation, but I, I wonder if, if his family has a, li- a little bit of money to, to be able to afford to do that, if he's been able to fly out to Notre Dame and Georgia, Clemson, and now Tennessee. So, mm. Mm. Well, I, is Heupel ever going to – let's say we beat Ole Miss, we beat Kentucky. I mean, you know, best-case scenario, we're going like 8-4. But is Heupel ever really going to be able to take off in recruiting? Yeah, until we get this NCAA stuff behind us. No, no. I mean, what what is the deal? We, are we just? Are it? Because we haven't closed the investigation on our end. It sounds like, and then you know the NCAA takes their sweet time. It just seems like we're talking about giving Hypel. Well, you got to give them three, four years. Well, I mean, hell, you may have to give them six, seven, eight years because who knows when this investigation is going to wrap up. And if that is hindering his recruiting, like y'all say it is, you can't judge him in year three or four if, if he's had his hands tied behind his back in recruiting the whole time. It's it's some of it. It's some it's some of the reason why it's holding him back. I mean, let's say that this investigation was not um, a thing, he would still have some problems because it's his first mm-hmm. year and he's still behind. I mean, he's behind other schools mm-hmm. that have built relationships with these players longer than what Tennessee and this coach staff has been able to do. So uh, you add in the NCAA clout, and, yeah, that's that's a factor as well. It makes it a little bit tougher, uh, a whole lot tougher. I think you'll have some closure uh, really soon. Tennessee gets six wins, and everyone sitting sitting around looking at each other going, uh, are we going or not? I think you'll get some answers about what could potentially happen with the, with these sanctions because I don't think you're going to get hit – with some sanctions um, after the fact that you go, you go into a nice bowl. Because Tennessee wins six games, Tennessee's going to a nice bowl because of our fans and, and what we bring to a city. So I think closure has to be near. It has to be, right? If Tennessee well, goes. Well, I mean, look at LSU. Look at all these other programs. They're going to doing this stuff, and the NCAA still hasn't, in basketball, football, the NCAA still hasn't handed down their ruling. Why couldn't you go to a bowl game this year? And then the NCAA says, look, y'all just do what you need to do. We're going to get to you eventually. And then they say in year two, year three, then they finally come down with the sanctions. Why that wouldn't could that happen. happen? That could happen too. See, that's what I'm saying. Then you couldn't judge Hypel fairly, even in year two or three, because the, man the, the man's had one uh, hand tied behind his back. No, you're, you're, you're right. It's the NCAA. <laughs> so That's crazy, man. You know the NCAA doesn't make good decisions, just like it doesn't they, sound they like Adrian's making good decisions either over there, Swing. Oh, my kids? Yeah. They're yeah. making good decisions, man, great decisions. I think you forgot they, to turn they down They're ready for mic. the game. Huh? I think you forgot to turn down your mic when you're telling Adrian well, to come here. Oh, yeah. I did turn it down. I guess it I guess it caught, it caught me saying, any, you know, even even though I did. Turn the mic down. That's weird. Because I want her to let everybody know how she's feeling about this game. I was going to get them to say go Vols. Adrian and Audrey. Because they pumped for this game. They excited. Fridays they wear orange. And it's fall break, but they still don't have their orange on today. So are that's they how we come get down. That's how they're feeling about the game? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. They're too shy. They, they talk a big game, but they're shy. They are. They are. They are. 
But when it comes to Tennessee, man, they represent Tennessee. My my youngins, my youngins are Tennessee fans. I don't have to worry about them straying off at all. Let's your get to too, uh, huh? Your your oldest has been the, the most loyal out of the bunch because she's been stuck with it for long for for a longer period of time. Oh, that's true. No, you you you're right. You, you're right about that. Let's uh let's get to Tennessee Vol, who is uh, up next. Tennessee Vol, good morning. West Tennessee Vol. My bad. Tennessee West bad. Tennessee Vol. Yeah, West Tennessee Vol. We're headed that what? way though, so it's fine. It's about to be <laughs> Middle Tennessee Vol and then East Tennessee Vol. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, I called to say that y'all absolutely at Tennessee, we can absolutely not play Wolf That Trick for third down for what? I mean, instead of third down for what? We can't do it? No. That's what <sighs> Memphis plays. Oh, uh, the, the Tigers, Memphis Tigers football team? Or yes. Memphis? They play Wolf That Trick. And <sighs> not only do they play Wolf That Trick, Memphis fans are almost worse than Alabama fans, y'all. Yeah, they, they probably think kidding. that's their song. Yeah, they probably think yeah, that's their song. Yeah, we call them... Us Tennessee fans in West Tennessee over here, we call them Tiger High. But they are almost worse than Alabama fans. And that's all you'll hear is that we took that from them, and that was their idea first. We can't do that. we got to find something different. Yeah, West Tennessee Vol, you might have a point there, Ben. I told Ben, I said, tell Swain to do his uh-uh. 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 Yeah, yeah. You got a point there. That's going to be tough. Yeah. We can't do that one. We got to find something different. I'm, oh, I'm here for, um, what's the other song y'all said earlier? Nuck If You Buck. I forgot what you said. It was an old song, too. I'm here Nuck for that if, one, though. Oh, yeah, Nuck If You yeah. Buck. I'm down for that one. My kids like that song. Yeah, I got to play yeah. the scene version for them, though. Exactly. Kids bop. You know, so every, every other word. <laughs> Every other word beeped out for a little while, but it's okay. Hey, hey, it's all—it's okay, man. It is okay. So we'll have to find another word. We'll have to find another song. Excuse me. Yeah, we'll have to find some different songs. That's—that's fine though. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Sterl got us. We good to go. That's right. He got us. And Sterl, we trust. West Tennessee Fall. Thank you so much for the phone call. Oh, (laughs) thank you so much for the for the call, and uh, be careful in your travels. And we'll see you tomorrow. That's right. See y'all later. And Sterl, we trust. And Sterl, we trust. We know Sterl's going to have it ready to go. Text box before we get out of here today. X going to give it to you. From Vol BT. Vol from Charlotte says every time we stop them on fourth down, play Sweet Child uh, Mine. Memphis Jake says Tiger High fans are really the worst. Let's play Renegade. It's too slow. It's not too slow. You don't even know what Renegade is. Are you talking are you talking Eminem Renegade? No, I'm talking Renegade, the 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 song that the Steelers play going into the fourth quarter. Of course you're trying to make a Steelers South. Is it is it It, high tempo? it, It it works it works for them. If it's hey, if it's high tempo, that's I'll, all we need. Man. I'll play it on the way out the door. Okay, all we need, all we need, is high tempo. All we need. But let's get to the phones. We got two callers before we wrap up today's show. Let's get to uh, Volstorm. Volstorm, good morning. The song is "Renegade" by Sticks. 
It's a classic rock song. And it's great, too, isn't it? <laughs> I think what they ought to do is after they stop them on fourth down, they need to blast the chorus to Layla. <laughs> Layla. Layla. You gonna learn to dance. You, you know we ain't doing that. <laughs> is that the song that, that is uh, up for approval, being requested for yes. approval, Swain? Yes. You know that's not. You know that's not going to be played. You know, I got lots of fond memories of Carnes High School, too. They were in a guaranteed dub every year I played. <laughs> they have not been good in the last 25 years, but, hey, Deshaun Bishop has something to say about it. That's right. Y'all better be uh, nice to Carnes. We're trying to get a football player from there. I know, I know, I know. Hey, guys, just a little uh, PSA. Apparently, the Tennessee Highway Patrol has decided to partner up with uh, local law enforcement all over the state. And they're cracking down on speeding. So there's going to be a lot more cops out for from now to the end of the month. So all y'all coming into Knoxville, be careful. That's a nice, nice message right there, Volstone. Don't get got. Nice you know, alert. I, I don't care if you're, if you're from Mississippi speeding through the state. We'll bust you every time. But ball fans, we got to take care of our own. That's right. That's right. Guys, the coaches are going through the game plans. The players are doing everything they need to do. Now we as fans have to do what we have to do, and that Uh is be the loudest, most obnoxious people on the face of the planet. That's right. That's right. And you must pace yourself. I I want Tom Hart to not be able to broadcast I want Jordan Rogers to not be able to use the one brain cell he has to be able to do color commentary. I want it loud, baby. It will be. It will be. At least at the beginning, we got to give him good reason to keep it loud. But I'm with you, my friend. This is a chance to put Tennessee back on the map uh, and announce the uh, arrival uh, of Tennessee football from a national standpoint, man. This is our opportunity. So we know what we need to do, Ball Storm. The, the players and coaches doing what they're doing today with the walkthroughs and the meetings that they'll have tonight and tomorrow. But we got it from here, fans. We know what to do. Guys, before I go, shout out to all the people that are going to be in the white sections. You're my people this weekend. And, uh, it's good to know you're pulling a Charlie Burris on us this week. You know, big game coming up and you're out of town. Steelers! <laughs> mm. Are we doing a show right now? Am I, am I still doing a show, Ben? No comment. Oh, I thought I was still doing a show. Oh, did, did we do a show yesterday? No comment. Oh, okay. We did do a show yesterday. Oh, there's going to be a show tomorrow. Big, yes. Orange, big Orange Countdown right there on... Gate 21 on the Vol Network. This is going to be a show going on at 6 p.m. Myself, Chris Brown, John Wilkerson, and Brent Hubbs. Brent Hubbs, the GOAT. Nice try, Vol Storm. Nice try. Nice try. We ready. We are ready. We'll be smoking down that highway tomorrow. Ready for Tennessee and Ole Miss. We'll see all these Tennessee flags. Get coming to town. It's going to be great. Let's get to Roberto. Roberto, good morning. Good morning, guys. I know you're up against it, so I'll be quick. Here's the deal. Uh, we need to score a lot of points. I, I mean, I don't know if we're going to win tomorrow because I think Ole Miss is pretty good. 
that's mm-hmm. obviously ranked. But if we score a lot of points, that's gonna that's gonna yeah, all those recruits that are gonna be there, and there's going to be a lot, are going to go. Oh, wait a minute here. You know these guys are for real. They're playing with way less talent. They have way less numbers, and they're still out here scoring points. They're going to realize right. that scheme. They're going to realize that scheme. That's coaching. That's what we need tomorrow. Now, I'm not saying I don't want to win. I mean, obviously, we want to win, and winning would be awesome. But let's let's tether our expectations a bit. Um, Ole Miss does not suck. A lot of people are acting like no. they suck. They do not suck. No, no they're good. Uh, yeah, and I'm still blown away that the line was four when it came out, and that it's moved to two and a half. I just I, I don't understand it. It's a weird line, and you know you know me like I said, Swain, before. I'm a former sports book kind of guy, and none of that makes sense to me. Uh, but with that said, I think I am going to take the balls. Uh, I think they score. I think Tennessee actually scores somewhere around forty-five to fifty-two points. And I think they squeak out uh, less than a touchdown victory because I think the crowd's going to hold up. And uh, the song, guys, the song uh, that all the rednecks will love is Copperhead Road, right? And the song that I would choose, though, is Scotland the Brave. You want to see some East Tennessee Scots-Irish rednecks get fired up? Play Scotland the Brave one time on those bagpipes. That place will explode. Have a good one, guys. Hey, thank you, Roberto. Listen, I don't care what they play. Long as long as the crowd is shaking, long as the stadium is shaking, long as Ole Miss can't hear anything, and we get those pre-snap disruptions. That's all I care about for sure. Um, Roberto brings up a really, really good point uh, when he was talking about Ole Miss and, and and you know their team, you know, not being not not sucking. We had talked about the recruiting implications in this game, and the cloud that's hung over our heads is about the NCAA stuff, but what about Ole Miss and their cloud that's going to be hanging over their head about Lane Kiffin leaving? How about that? How about that? I got 42, 45 Vols if Tennessee is a little short but is able to put up big-time points and battle and fight. The sale is, hey, recruit. Man, you're the missing piece of getting over the edge. And if a recruit has Tennessee and Ole Miss as their top two or top three or top five, Josh Heupel is going to be here. Lane Kiffin is looking at every opportunity to get out of there and go take the next big job. What you want to do, son? What you want to do, son? Let's get to uh, Knoxville Mike right quick, and then we'll wrap up today's show for the week and uh, start tailgate. we got to start tailgate now for tomorrow. So, Knoxville Mike, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Man, good, man. How are you? Hey man, I, I, I'll make it quick. Um, uh, 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 first and foremost, uh, my score fifty-five, fifty-two balls. Uh, but my my question to you is, and, and you and like I said, short and sweet. Um, you know, uh, Lane Kevin's defense is, is obviously up, uh, up tempo like ours is. Um, and uh, do you not think it, it is a great benefit that our defense all spring and all summer has had to go up against a, a, a fast-paced tempo like that? I mean, a, a lot of a lot of teams in the country don't don't run that, especially in the SEC. So, so their defense uh, hasn't hasn't had to prepare or hasn't had to face that every single day in practice. Does, does that give us any kind of a any, any kind of advantage, uh, knowing, knowing that our defense sees that every, every single day, I have to listen. Appreciate it. Hey, Nelson Mike, thank you. 
Uh, thank you for the phone call. Well, I, I don't see it as that, uh, Vance, because Ole Miss's offense uh, actually puts up more plays per minute than Tennessee right now. And I mean, it's slight. It's a slight advantage. But I look at Ole Miss's offense and Tennessee's offense is, is the same as far as tempo. And Ole Miss's defense should be prepared for it, just like Tennessee's defense should be prepared for it. Ben, um, anything to add before we wrap up today's show? Anything to add on Officer Mike's phone call? No, I agree. Uh, I, I don't think that there will be a distinct advantage because Ole Miss goes up against tempo as well. Ole Miss's defense, that is. Um, so I, I don't think it'll be a, an an advantage uh, for Tennessee, unfortunately. But but it definitely helps Tennessee's defense uh, going into this game. I'm I'm glad that they won't be thrown off by by Ole Miss's tempo because they've been used to going tempo since spring practice they they faced tempo during the spring they faced tempo during fall practice they've faced tempo every week in practice so uh, I, I don't think either team has an advantage because both defenses go up against tempo in practice but I am glad that there's a sense of familiarity for Tennessee and the tempo here's one thing I will mention that is different from practice this is the first time that Tennessee and Ole Miss's defense ha- will go up against a tempo like their own where they're f- tackling guys to the ground and they have to get up off the ground to go line up. This is the first time where you've, you know, you'll have a, you know, eight man pile up at the line of scrimmage and everyone has to get up and line up quickly because in practice you're not tackling each other like that. So that's the only difference from practice to game. Uh, Knoxville Mike, and uh, we'll see it tomorrow, 7 p.m. This is this is it. This, this needs to be the song going into the fourth quarter, like like we do at Heinz Field for the great Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared. What, what, is the beat going to drop anytime? Oh, it's going to drop. It's it's gonna drop. I'm 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 waiting. When is, when is it coming? Right now. Is it here yet? Let's go. Balls by fifty. I don't know, man. I don't know. I hey. I like the song. I'm not gonna lie. My kids have a message. My kids have a go ball. They have a go ball message. I'm turning off the music. We gotta hear this. <laughs> All right, girls, come here. Come on over here. Come on over here, live on radio. I want you to give everybody a good go Vols as we wrap up today's show. So on the count of three, I want you to say go Vols. Can we do that? Here we go. One, two, three. That's right. That's right. That's the youngest two. Oldest one is too cool. That's all right. She's still a Vol. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Tomorrow... Big Orange Countdown, right there, Gate 21, pregame show, Chris Brown, myself, John Wilkerson, Brent Hubs. Hope to see everyone out and meet everybody. We'll be be there tomorrow. Tennessee, Ole Miss tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. It's going to be a heck of an opportunity for Tennessee. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Have a great weekend, safe weekend. Peace and love. We are out.